What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Jonesy here with another episode of Thriving in the Trenches. I want to start this one off taking a second just to explain why I open up with What's Up, Warriors? And it's nothing other than I acknowledge that we're all facing our own challenges in life. We all go through ups and downs, peaks and valleys, and, you know, good times, bad times, we're all continuing to fight on. And sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, but at the end of the day, we're still here, we're still pressing forward, and we're still trying to learn. That makes us warriors. We're here we're not going anywhere and, and just continuing to press forward. And especially for those of you listening here or that, you know, maybe this is your first time checking it out, but you've done other things to, to address some of the challenges you have in life, to excel in your emotional maturity and level of development. And you're, you're just pushing forward. Like, a, a, especially I tip my hat to you folks because it takes a lot of strength and a lot of courage and a lot of discipline to really work on ourselves. And for that, I acknowledge you all as warriors. And that's it. Uh, jumping right into this week's topic, it's going to be a shorter one. It's about managing expectations. And the first point I think that we need to recognize in, in managing our expectations is that other people are not us. As simple as that sounds, I think we, and definitely I know I, have taken for granted that the things that are very common to me are not necessarily common to others. A quick example of that is that when I first joined the military years ago, I learned very on and early on in my career that when I made a mistake, my reasons, my explanations, anything I had to say that essentially defended myself uh, we're not welcome unless asked for. And as a result, I learned the easiest way to navigate those situations was a simple ownership and a basic phrase of, Roger that, I screwed up, it won't happen again. And learning to make sure that it didn't happen again so I wasn't repeating the same offense because at that point I lost credibility um, and really my my acknowledgement, apology, whatever you want to call it, would cease to carry weight. But a simple acknowledgement and realizing or it, it stating that I screwed up and that it won't happen again and leaving it at that made a lot of potentially difficult conversations very smooth in my career. Now I've been able to practice that skill and hone that skill over the last 20 years of life. And I feel like I've gotten pretty good at it. So not everybody is like me, though, and not everybody has gone through the same thing. Not everybody has had formal training on, you know, just acknowledging and owning stuff. And really, ownership is a big deal that, that a lot of people struggle with. And so in line with not expecting or realizing that others are not me, I have to realize that not everybody has had the same level of indoctrination of this type of belief system and this type of acknowledgement and ownership. 
So to demand that same response from somebody else is not very realistic. <laughs> and that kind of leads right into the second point of being realistic in our expectations. As I just described, it, it's, not, it's not realistic for me to expect somebody to act exactly as I would because even if people have walked the exact same routes and roads in life and gone through the exact same challenges and struggles, we're all individuals and we all process things different. And so what I get out of something may be completely different than what you get out of something. So it's not realistic for me to expect you to have the same conclusion or same response that I would. Now, can there be similarities? Can we discuss some things and work through it? And maybe you come to see it my way or I come to see it your way? Absolutely. Communication is great. Working through things is great. But without all of that taking place, the expectation that you're going to respond exactly as I do is just really unrealistic. And ultimately, I set myself up for failure. I set myself up for being let down or upset or whatever the case may be. So again, I have to acknowledge that other people are not me. People are different. People have lived their lives. I have to acknowledge that my expectations must be realistic. And lastly, I need to make sure that I'm living up to and being an example of the standards that I'm setting or the expectations that I have. And the, the correlation there is like if I, if I set a standard, then the expectation is that that standard is met. So um, that's why I use those words somewhat interchangeably in this particular topic. What that means is, you know, a, a simple example of I've, I've got a couple of good buddies and they know that I <laughs> am not always the greatest at making phone calls, picking up the phone and just reaching out. Now, there is, I think it, in those relationships, they're very good friendships, very good reciprocal relationships. So my expectation for them is not going to be one that says they have to call me every single time or check on me once a week or just constantly be reaching out to me and constantly being okay with me not responding. Like that, that's not okay because I'm not doing that. I'm not reaching out on a daily or weekly basis. I'm not sitting there putting in a hundred percent effort and getting no response and sitting there and being okay with it. And so I can't demand that from them if I'm not modeling that behavior myself. Not that, you know, my friends are, are necessarily learning from me constantly and dictating their actions off me. But again, if, if I'm not modeling something, then I really have no ground to expect it from somebody else. Because the fact of the matter is, if I can make up excuses for why I can't do it, then who am I to on the flip side, condemn or persecute them from not being able to do it. So ultimately, if I have an expectation, I need to be li living out and modeling that expectation for them on a very regular basis or as often as it may occur. It's a simple thing, again, with going back to the, the way I'm able to own and acknowledge my stuff. Now, I do understand that 
as I said in the beginning, like I have to realize people are not me. I have to have realistic expectations, but that should say that that is an expectation that I place on somebody. Well, I better be sure that I am modeling that behavior on a regular basis because once I start to falter, I lose credibility and I just become, you know, as the, the Bible says, like a re resounding gong, just annoying and irritating and nagging. And uh, I, I, again, I don't have a leg to stand on. Now, I do want to kind of cap all of this off by saying having, you know, high standards, having high expectations, however you want to label it, whatever, whatever you want to call it, I think it's okay to desire things that are, are challenging to reach. You look at elite special forces in the military or you look at, you know, SWAT members in law enforcement. There is definitely a standard that has to be met to, to get and to maintain that status. And if you don't meet it, you're not allowed. And for some, that standard, by their, because of their own beliefs or capabilities, it's not attainable. So it's not for everybody. Um, but there are those that make it. And again, they have to, to not only make that standard, but they have to maintain that standard or th maintain those expectations to be there. So likewise, I think it's okay for us to have a high set of standards, have a high set of, of expectations. The thing is, we have to, again, talking about ownership, we have to own that if there are people in our lives that are not meeting those standards, that are not meeting those expectations, well, that's my fault because I don't have the proper boundaries in place or that's my fault because I have chose to allow those people in my life and am not doing anything about it. I'm keeping them in my life and, and dealing with whatever it is. And I'm a strong believer that like, you know, something comes up and you get upset about it once or twice. It's okay. We've got to make some changes here. If I continue to do that, continue to whine and moan or be upset about where somebody is in my life, well, I need to stop whining and moaning because I've, I've made the choice to continue to allow that. And so anyway, it's, it's okay to have those expectations, but just make sure that we're taking time to evaluate who we're letting into our circles, whether personal, professional, intimate relationships, it, it doesn't matter. Like if there are people in those circles that don't meet that standard, it's because I chose to in some way like allow them in. And again, that could be because of boundaries that I'm, I need to set or that could be because I just slacked off on something or maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's still my choice. So yeah, we'll summarize what we talked about here is that when it comes to managing our expectations, we need to ensure that we are, um, we need to un understand that people are different than us, so they're not going to respond the same. We need to ensure that we have realistic expectations. And lastly, we need to make sure that we're holding ourselves to the same standard. Short of those three things, you're probably going to have some headaches in life. And if you choose to continue to have those headaches, that's okay. <laughs> if you choose to remove people from your life completely or just put people at a further proximity to protect yourself and to honor boundaries that you set, that's okay too. 
as long as what you're doing feels good to you and brings joy to your life and helps you to grow, then continue on. You don't have to meet somebody else's standards of what a healthy relationship or a healthy friendship looks like. You have to meet the standard that works for you and that friend or partner or whatever that you are engaged in that relationship with. And just as a little caveat, the whole, you know, do what feels good or what feels right to you. I do want to add that I don't, I don't prescribe to the whole, if it feels good, do it type attitude, because, you know, some people would say that doing heroin feels good to you. And I'm personally not going to sign off on that kind of behavior. Some people would say that, you know, premarital sex feels good. And I'm not going to sign off on that kind of behavior. I think doing what's what's morally right and what brings joy and growth to your life is kind of more what I'm getting at. But there's nothing that says that we have to endure misery um, just because. <laughs> if if something is not working out for us, then we're, we have the freedom to choose and to remove it. And if something is, we have the freedom to take on more of that and, and exercise it. And that's all I got for tonight. Love you folks and take it easy. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.